Blog Talk Radio. This is the Body of Christ Church, and you are listening to our program, Kings and Priests, where we teach repentance to the twelve tribes scattered abroad. In these last days, darkness has covered the earth, and gross darkness covers the people. But for those who choose to hear the words of the Father and the instructions of Jesus Christ, He will give them the power to become the nation of kings and priests they were ordained to be from the foundations of the earth.
kings and priests. Jesus taught the Ten Commandments. Most people have heard of the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Honor thy father and thy mother. Remember the Sabbath day, etc. But what do they mean now that Jesus Christ has come and brought us the gospel of repentance? Are they done away with? How were they changed? Join us as we search the scriptures for answers to these questions and more. So, first of all, I like to say hallelujah, which is all praises to the Most High, praises to, to Yah, which is the Most High. Uh, we have a very good show for you. I'm your brother, Gadawan, as usual, here in the UK, bringing forth the word of the Heavenly Father and His anointed Son, Jesus Christ. And we're going to continue to teach this word. And the commandments are something that people are really trying to put to the side, whether it be in schools, colleges, universities, whether it's on TV or media. They're really trying to downplay it and um, elevate this satanic um, age. You know, you can do whatever you want to do. You can be a freak fornicator, and, you know, that's okay. But the commandments are very relevant today, and Christ taught them, even though many... um, Pimps in the pulpit are trying to tell you that they're not relevant, and they, then they try to turn around and tell you, well, you have to pay your tithes. That's a law. You're going to be cursed if you don't pay them. But um, let's uh, introduce some other brothers that we have on the line with us, um, starting first with our brother, I Baja, who helps me a lot on, the sh- on this show. I call him the executive producer for, for Kings and Priests. He does his own show on Friday nights at 7 p.m. for the Body of Christ Radio Network. Um, repentance is the key. Uh, Abadji, you want to say a few words, bro? Yeah, I'll keep them few. I just wanted to give all thanks and praises to the Heavenly Father in Christ for another opportunity to uh, preach this holy word. And Lord willing that, you know, as always, we be edified as well as our listeners. But uh, we also have another guest, too. I see him. So we got the brother... Uh, Yuanathan, who's a brother in Atlanta, and he's one of the Body of Christ uh, church camp leaders. He usually goes out with brothers in Atlanta, you know, teaching the word of the Most High straight and direct on the front line to the people. So, Yuanathan, you want to say a few words, bro? Yes, good morning to the, um, give our praise to the Heavenly Father and His Son Christ. I can say good morning to the listening audience and shout out to the to the panel. Glad to be here on, on another day of the Lord's Sabbath. And that's all. Glad to be here. Right. And I, I want to start off by uh, reading this scripture. We we usually read um, Isaiah 8 and 20. That's like our mainstay on a lot of shows. But I want to change it up. And let's read Romans, uh, the third chapter and the third verse. So I'm going to get that and read it for me. It would be much appreciated. Okay. I'm sorry. Where did you, uh, where did you want to go? Romans, th- Romans 3 and 3. All right. All right, this is the book of Romans, chapter 3 and verse 3. Mm-hmm. And it says, For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? Mm-hmm. God forbid. Yea, let God be true, but every man a liar. So As we know there's a... Go ahead, keep reading. <laughs> As it is written, that thou mightest be justified in thy sayings, and mightest overcome when thou art judged. Right. We know there's a lot of people that don't believe 
Like we have a, a, a guy who's a regular who comes on Stan. We call him Stan the Friendly Atheist. He's an atheist, but he's a regular listener to to our shows because the Bible makes sense. The Bible makes sense when it comes to dealing in your marriage. It First of all, it tells a woman to submit unto her husband as unto the Lord. And then it tells the husband to deal with his wife, not to be bitter against his wife, for him to love his wife even as Christ loved the church. Those are powerful words that is that is saying. So what did Christ do for the church? He loved the church so much. He loved Israel so much that he gave his life for it. He fed them. He taught them. So those are powerful words. So these are the words that we live by, we, that we're justified by. It says, let, the word, let God be true and every man a liar. So these are words we stand up, and when people come out, well, this is how you're supposed to live your life, and it's okay to be gay, and it's okay, you're a liar. But God, the words of God are true. The words of God said, what? Thou shalt not steal. The words of God showing you people, go, people are still going around worshiping idols, wood and stone. The words of God tell you, look, there is no life in wood and stone. They must be born on men's back and carried. There's no life in those things. So the words of God is true, and the words of men are liars. And we know when we deal with these words that we're going to be justified in our sins when we're tried. And over here in England, dealing with the commandments of the Most High, being on the front line and teaching in the streets, we have been judged where people have come and said, you can't teach that. You can't teach that Leviticus 20.13. And for those who are not familiar with the Bible, Leviticus 20.13 is talking about homosexuality. Man with man is abomination. A man that layeth down with another man as he do with a woman is an abomination. So we have police. We've, we've been arrested. We've, we've um, gone to jail. And all charges, of course, were thrown out. Because what? You couldn't judge the scriptures because that's what they would have to do. They would have to judge the Bible. So the words of God is correct when it says you shall overcome when thou art judged. And we've, we've put that to the test. We've seen that in full effect. And when it came down to it, what? They had to say, you're free to go. You're free to go. So, yeah, let's let uh, the brother Zach in. Does he want to come in or is he just listening? Oh, yeah, he wants to come in. So bring, bring him in. Um, so, yeah, we got the brother Zach. We call him the, the, the Spanish wonder because... Um, the brother does a show on Saturday where he teaches the word of the Most High, but in the Spanish. The brother's been um, blessed with the gift of tongues, so he brings the word to the masses in in, in a whole other language. So, Brother Zach, you want to say a few words? Hey, shalom to all the brothers and sisters over there in the U.K. This is Brother Zach over here in the U.S. and definitely enjoy the show, you know, something hmm. that you, you can't, you can't over-teach. Or this is a topic that you can't teach enough, you know. Mm. So, uh, you know, it's a, all praises. It's good to be here and uh, continue on, brother. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to teach the thing. We in Lord's will, we're going to get to it about um, these different um, diseases and things that's going around, especially in amongst the youth, because the youth is out there going crazy, sexing one another, and then they had the thing on about um, who was it? Eddie Long, buddy. He said, oh, you can't uh, leave the man's church because he had a rent. Who was it? Creflo Dollar. And we got arrested for um, beating up his daughter 
or laying hands on her because she said she was going to a party or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. kids kids are going to make choices. That's what the scriptures tell you, that even a child is known by his doing, whether they be pure or whether they be right. But we, we have to make choices as well, whether we're going to teach our children the right things and live by them. Because if we don't live by them, then that has a spiritual effect on your household. And most people don't realize, oh, I've taught them and I have did this. But what was going on in your mind and what was going on in your heart and what were the things that you did? But anyway, let's start. Let's go to Matthew. I think we, we, we've heard Exodus read with some nice music in the background. But let's go to Matthews 5 and 17. Because I want to hear what Christ says about the law and the commandments. Did he come to do away with the law and the commandments? Because you got a lot of demons, you got a lot of devils out there that's telling people they don't have to do the commandments anymore. That the commandments aren't relevant to their lives anymore. Is this true? Is this what the word of the Lord is saying? All right. No, that's not true, and that's not what the Lord, Lord is saying. But uh, go ahead, Abijah, read, read it up. Okay, I'm going to ask you to read. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll read it. It's no problem. Um, this is uh, Matthew, the fifth chapter, <clears throat> starting in verse 17. It says, Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Stop right there. So Christ said he did not come to destroy the law or the prophets. What is he talking about? When Christ said, Think not that I am come to destroy the law of the prophets. Christ was telling the people then, as he is telling our people now, don't think that I've come to destroy any of the things, the law, the prophecies written in the Old Testament. Because at this time, the New Testament uh, hadn't been initiated yet. The New Testament hadn't started yet. So Hmm. what Christ was referring to was, don't think that I'm coming to destroy any of the laws or the prophecies written in the Old Testament. Now, let's 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 do something because um most people as we know are not educated in the Bible. This is our profession. This is what we profess. You know, this is our job to study the Bible and to teach the Bible and to give the sense, just like I said in Nehemiah, to give the understanding. Cuz a lot of people they will claim that they know the Bible and that's wisdom. You read the Bible, that's wisdom. But the scripture says, with all thy wisdom, get what, brothers? Understanding. Understanding. So now the scripture says, the law and the prophets, that's 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 significant. What is it saying when it says the law and the prophets? What is that saying? Because that's, that's, saying, that's saying something. When Christ said the it's law saying, and the prophets, what is he saying? Uh, what, is it, what is he referring to? When he's saying the law and the prophets, he says, what what the prophets spoke, what the prophets um taught, what they stood for, exhorted, what they um what they um went out and, and taught, what they said, thus said the Lord, that still says. And, and I mean that's that's what he meant by um the law and the prophets. Whatever they said, whatever they stood for, their their honor, what what they put their uh doctrine in. Let me also, let me rephrase it. What is also, the law? What he's saying, the law, what is he referring to? Basically, 
be the Old Testament because that's a lot of times what those people refer to as nope. the law and the prophets. Yes, you're correct, but he gives a division. The law and the prophets make up the Old Testament. So when he says the law, what is he referring to? Oh, the first five books. Right, he's referring to who? Moses, right? Right. So when he's when he says the prophets is everybody else that that comes after that. So right. he's going to Moses and the prophets. He said he didn't come to destroy anything that Moses wrote. Anything that Moses wrote, or anything right. that was wrote. Jeremiah, Nehemiah, Zechariah, Isaiah. So why is that? He said something short came to fulfill. So what is that fulfillment? Is that fulfillment that he's fulfilled the law? He's fulfilled no. the family? One has to do what is that fulfillment? What is that talking about? Let's get That's some money. In uh Luke chapter twenty four, um Stand with me a second. In Luke chapter 24, verse 44, it, it gives us an understanding of what that fulfillment is. It says, in Luke 24 and 44, And he said unto them, These are the words which I speak unto you, while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses, and in the prophets, and in the Psalms concerning me. So basically what Christ was saying was, I did not come to destroy but fulfill all the prophecies that were written of Christ in the Old Testament. That is to include the law as well as the prophets. So all the prophecies, all the prophets outside of the first five books of, 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 of the law. Christ came to fulfill those things written of him. Like what? Like, for example, uh, when you read uh, for example, when you read in, in uh, Deuteronomy 18 and 18, within the law, where it says, where the Lord says, I will raise him up a prophet from among your brother, like unto thee, like unto Moses, Christ fulfilled that prophecy when he came to the earth, and he was that mediator for Israel, just as Moses was the mediator for Israel in the past. Mm-hmm. So that's an example of a prophecy that Christ did not destroy. That Christ indeed fulfilled. Right. Now I'm gonna read this scripture. This is um this is Luke. This is Luke, the fourth chapter in the sixteenth verse. And it says, And he came to Nazareth, we had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. When he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he have anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He have sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, and set and to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister, and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. So when Christ is speaking about fulfilling, he's not talking about fulfilling the laws and the commandments. He's talking about fulfilling the things that was written of him in the books of Moses and in the prophets. Now, brothers, is that plain enough? Do you think we've gone far enough on that point? Yeah, I think so. I mean, 
pretty plain to me. Yeah. Okay. Like, so, go ahead. Like, you want to I was going to say, it wasn't like he was, yes, he was the Messiah, but at the same time, he was not going on, like, just um, just uh, convincing people. The convincing was get through the scriptures. Like, whatever he did was, according, he did that according as the scriptures would say, he would say that um, the Messiah would do. Like, a lot of times you read the scriptures, and he did this according as it would be fulfilled as, Ezekiel said this, as Malachi said this, as Jeremiah said this, or as as, as it was written in Moses, like when he went down in Jerusalem with, with um, on the fold, on the mm-hmm. on the young fold down in Jerusalem, mm-hmm. he was like, "Look, this ain't no joke. This is the Messiah. This is the one that Moses and the prophets spoke of." Right. Okay, so let's go back to Matthew's, the fifth chapter. Matthew 5, starting again at 17. Yep. Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Mm-hmm. So we explain what that he came to fulfill, the things that was written about him in Moses and things that was written about him in the prophets, just like we read in the book of Luke. In, in your ears, this, this scripture has been fulfilled, that it, what he came to do to preach deliverance, to uh, set the captives free, to heal the blind. Go ahead. And he did those things. Go ahead. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law. Read that again. Excuse me. Read that again. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Now just marinate on that for a second. He said till all be fulfilled, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, one jot or one tittle, not the small, smallest part of the law is going to pass away. So who are these people that are saying, well, you don't have to do the commandments anymore. You don't have to do the scriptures anymore. You don't have to do the laws. You, when it says, thou should not commit adultery, you can commit adultery. Just ask the Lord to forgive you, you're going to forgive you. You can commit it all day long. So those people versus the words of Christ, how do how do they fare, brothers? Very, very poorly. I'm looking for a word. I'm looking for one word. Liars. Liars, that's it. They're liars. Because Christ said, not one jot or one tittle shall pass from the law till all be fulfilled. So read on. Let's continue reading. Because this is these these words are powerful. You have people in the world, even ministers who they're not ministers of Christ, they're really ministers of Satan, that will tell you the law is done away with, the commandments is done away with. So their word versus Christ. Their words is mud, because Christ's word is what's going to stand. So read on. Whosoever, therefore, shall break one of these least commandments mm. and shall teach men so, he shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. Whoso so shall do what? Break one of these least commandments. Okay, least commandments, least commandments, least commandments, least commandments. What could you think that would be one of the least commandments, brothers? Come on. 
Ask that question again. I'm not quite sure. Which one? In your mind, what do you think will be one of the least commandments? Oh, wow. (laughs) Well, there is no least commandment. No, we know know that. We know that. You said one of these least commandments. So one of the... One of the least commandments I can think about is is lying. People say, oh, they, they minimize and say, oh, it's just a little white lie. You ever heard that terminology? Mm-hmm. Little white, oh, I just told a little white lie. It was just a little white lie. Now, what does it say in the book of Revelation about liars? They're going to have their part and they make a fire. Let's get that. Get that in Revelations 21 and 8. Because okay. people people minimalize different sins that they do. Christ said, whosoever there shall break one of these least commandments. So one of the one of the one of the commandments that people minimalize is that lying or bearing false witness. So get that. Revelate somebody read that. Revelations. Twenty one verse eight. Revelation 21 and 8, and it reads, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderous and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, Mm. which is the second death. So the scripture says all liars. Why? Because that's breaking the commandments. And Christ said, you break the commandments. Whosoever shall break one of these least commandments and teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. Meaning he's going to have his part in the lake of fire. And the, 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 the scriptures tell you what? Lie not one to another. Speak truth every man with his neighbor, right or wrong. Right. Right. So people are going, oh, it's just a little white lie. No, you're going to burn in the lake of fire if you don't stop being a liar. There's another scripture in Revelation talking about him that loveth to make a lie. Because there's people out there that they, they got whole careers on making lies. Their whole career, their whole lifestyle is making, uh, making lies. Whether it's uh, pimping women or pimping uh, men, their whole lifestyle, I'm, I'm a lie. Watch how I'm going to trick this person to get what I want. So the commandments are not done away with. People in their mind, they they put certain emphasis on certain commandments and less emphasis on other commandments. So Christ said, whosoever there shall break one of these least commandments. You think, like you were saying, God, uh, none of the commandments or or least, they all have their significance and we're all supposed to keep them. But that's how people think in their minds, and Christ knew this. So read that again, 19. Second Matthew? Yep. Okay. Matthew 5 and 19. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. Mm. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. What? Could you read that part again, please? All right. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So whosoever shall do what? Well, look, look at it. It says do and teach. So it's 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 dual, two purposes. 
not only are we responsible for performing the commandments, we're also responsible for teaching them. And when that's done, like the scripture says, like Christ said, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. But do what? What are you doing? You're doing the commandments and you're teaching the commandments. But or what are the commandments? See, this commandments is the thing. The commandments such as, for example, respecting your parents, respecting your parents, honor thy father and thy mother. Commandments such as, thou shalt have no other gods before me. We're not saying commit adultery. Right. That's, a, that's what it's talking. That's what Christ is talking about. Okay. Isn't that what he's talking about? Oh, yeah. When he's talking about do them and teach them, he's talking mm-hmm. about what? Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make graven uh, idols or images, nor bow down and serve them. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day, uh-oh, to keep it holy. There's no uh-oh in there, but, I'm, you know, I just said uh-oh because... People don't keep the Sabbath day holy. They pick and choose. Yeah, yeah, respect your parents. You know, yeah, no, you can't have no other gods, but the Sabbath day you keep any day you want to. Is that what it says in Exodus 20? Nope. No. 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 So do and teach them. That's why Christ said, let your light shine. Because if you do the commandments, just by you doing them, you're setting forth an example. Yes, we're supposed to spread the gospel, the gospel of peace, the good news, that Christ uh, that that Christ taught and brought, and that's the repentance. But if you do the commandments, you're going to set forth an example. Well, one of the examples I always like to bring is about you know my thing, Christmas, man. Christmas. Christmas is one of the the most satanic days that they have set up, even more satanic than Halloween. See, people don't understand what the scripture says that Satan shall transform himself into an angel of light. And he's deceiving the whole world. People think, oh, uh, this is December the 25th, that's Christ's birthday. Where can you find that in the Bible? And there's like three people, three people that, run, that, that got burnt the hell up by the word of God. They got burnt. I don't know. He's talking about Christmas. I got to go now. But they won't look at it. That's why the scripture says this, and I'm going to read it. This is Revelation 1, verse 3. Blessed is he that readeth. And they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. So most people, they're not reading the Bible or the scriptures, the commandments, the laws. They want to be freaks, fornicators. That's why they'll go along with some pimp teaching preacher that say, you ain't got to keep the commandments, but pay your tithes. But wait a minute, preacher, isn't that a law? Isn't that the law that was given to the children of Israel? No, see, no. Well, didn't you say that the law was done away with? Well, you know, God left this one in because i got to get paid. That's foolishness, and people fall for it because they're such full of sin, not knowing that Christ came to heal us and to give us life and life more abundantly. People are not having a good time being freaks and fornicators. Why do they have to go and justify it? Why is a homosexual, why does he have to go on a campaign to justify him being a homosexual? Why do you got to have organizations uh, set up or, or atheists? Why do you got to have organizations set up? Oh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna show you how to be a good atheist and it's okay to be an atheist. Why do they have to have organizations set up for that versus the Bible? Because they want to feel good about what they're doing. And what Thank they're you. doing when it's plain, in plain English, black and white, that it's against the word of the Heavenly Father. But they found comfort in 
and, and like-minded wickedness of, of people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So, brother, we're gonna we're gonna take a short break, and then we're gonna we're gonna bounce back. We're gonna come back, and we're gonna continue on um, dealing with this word of the Heavenly Father and Christ. So, stay tuned, and we'll be right back. contact us or learn more about the Body of Christ Church, you may do so by calling, emailing, or by visiting our website. Our telephone number is one 871 1712 Our email address is bodyofchrist at ureach.com. Ureach is the letter U, followed by the word reach. So that's bodyofchrist at ureach.com. Our website, thebocc.com, contains our telephone number and email address, as well as audio and video biblical lessons and other information geared toward edification in repentance and good works. Again, our website address is thebocc.com, so please feel free to connect with us today. Body of Christ Church Radio Network broadcasts seven days a week on blogtalkradio.com forward slash the BOCC. Listen to our archived broadcast or check us out while we are live on the air. Come and visit us in the virtual living room at 2 o'clock p.m. on Sundays where we examine current topics according to the scriptures. Are you looking for the truth? Can you handle the truth? Find out on Mondays at 8 o'clock p.m. It doesn't matter what church you attend or philosophy you believe. Take the challenge to see, are you smarter than your pastor, on Tuesdays at 8 o'clock p.m. The world is engrossed in darkness, but it shall be destroyed by the light. Tune in to From Darkness to Light at 7 o'clock p.m. on Wednesdays, where all manner of witchcraft, occult practices, and Satanism is exposed for what it is. Before the light comes, it's time to awake on Thursdays at 8 o'clock p.m. If you are seeking salvation, listen to Repentance is the Key, Fridays at 8 o'clock p.m. And after you have listened to all of these shows, find out how we will become kings and priests Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock a.m. All shows are on Eastern Standard Time. Remember to check out The Body of Christ Church seven days a week on blogtalkradio.com forward slash the B-O-C-C. 
That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash T-H-E-B-O-C-C. Shalom. verse 18 and he gave unto Moses when he had made an end of communing with him upon Mount Sinai two tables of testimony tables of stone written with the finger of God so we welcome you back to kings and priests we're talking about the Ten Commandments the Ten Commandments did Jesus teach the Ten Commandments brothers did Jesus teach the Ten Commandments yes sir he did okay I want you to be justified in your sayings and overcome when thou art judged. So show me or show and prove what the scripture says or he'll make him reference to the Ten Commandments, please. That would be, uh, one proof of that would be in Matthew, the 19th chapter. <clears throat> no. Starting at verse, starting at verse uh, 16. And behold, 
or came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. He said unto him, Which? Jesus said, Thou shalt do no murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So basically, the point of the matter is, right here, you see a proof that Christ taught the Ten Commandments. And not only did he teach the Ten he also taught, "Thou shalt not bear, excuse me, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself." That's not within the Ten Commandments. That's not in Exodus the twentieth chapter. That's in Leviticus the nineteenth chapter, verses seventeen and eighteen specifically. But the point of the matter is, what we're seeing here is that Christ taught not only just the Ten; he taught the commandments themselves, mm-hmm. either through his words or through his example. Absolutely. Absolutely. Something interesting in these uh in these words because what was the young man asking? He was he was asking in other words, he was he was asking, What's the one good thing, what's the one act that I can perform so that I can enter into the kingdom of heaven? And right. Christ letting him know you got to keep the commandments. In other words, it's not just one singular thing that you can do. You have to love the Lord. You have to keep the commandments. You have to be an example of these things that you are being taught. Right. So he was asking for how do you receive the eternal life because Christ was promised to bring us eternal life and salvation through him. So he was asking, what what could he do? So... What was the instruction that Christ gave him? He said, keep the commandments. So the guy's being funny now. He's saying, which? Which one of them? Because remember, remember what Christ said in Matthew 5? He said, if they break the least of these commandments. So people put more significance over one commandment than the other. You think, well, if I do this commandment and if I don't do this one, well, the Lord isn't going to really, the Lord isn't going to, um, you know, put me to hell because I had that, that, that shrimp cocktail. <laughs> He's not gonna let me in because I had that pork that that you know that pork chop, but those are commandments in the Bible. When you read Leviticus eleven, right, brothers? That's right. They tell you what the clean the the clean and unclean things that you're supposed to eat, and that's a whole other class. I know a lot of people come up and dispute. Well, God cleansed everything. No, when you read that in in the book of Acts, he's talking about he's talking about Cornelius. He's not talking about food. Or unclean. That was that was a a, a riddle or, or a parable for Peter, and he ex, he explained it. But a lot of people try to use that for a lot of things. Even the Sabbath day, God cleansed every day or made every day holy, sanctified. That's foolishness. So that's why we have to give understanding to people and show them the words of Christ. Because many are not showing the words of Christ. They're just making merchandise of the people and taking their money, and they're making them more more. A child of hell than the people that's teaching So he was asking How could he get eternal life Then Christ said unto them Said unto him Thou shalt do no murder Thou shalt not commit adultery Thou shalt not steal Thou shalt not bear false witness 
honor thy father and thy mother. These are the commandments. These are the Ten Commandments. He's asking, how can I get enter into this life, Christ? He says, keep the commandments, which thou shalt do no murder. So let's start with that one. Christ said, thou shalt do no murder. Now, did Christ bring a deeper understanding of thou shalt do no murder, brothers? Yes, sir. Yeah. Because a lot of people, they'll go to Paul and say, well, if righteousness had come by the law, then Christ has died in vain, which is true. We cannot get into the kingdom by the law itself. We need Christ first to cleanse us and to bring that, that perfect understanding of how we to love our neighbor as ourselves. So let's get that and read it. So Matthew 5. Um, okay. Matthew 5 and verse 21. You have heard that it was said by the whole time, thou shalt not kill. And whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. Right. The judgment for for killing someone or murdering somebody was what? Death. Death. Even from the time of, of Genesis, it was death. He that shed of man's blood by man shall his blood be shed. So the penalty for, for murder or killing somebody was that you were put to death. That was the judgment. Read on. Okay. But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a Ooh. cause shall Go be ahead. in danger of the judgment. Wow. You hear what Christ said? Wow. Mm -hmm. yep. He said, if you're angry with your brother without a cause, the devil just jumps on you and, like, I just hate that guy and I don't like the way he look and look at his lip and his eyes and, you know, he got a better car than me. I'm going to go and key up his car. He said, you're in danger of the same judgment that if you had physically murdered your brother. So Christ brought a deeper understanding of the commandments of God that Moses brought. And he came, he came with mercy so we wouldn't receive those judgments that we could receive a second chance because we're all guilty in the presence of the Heavenly Father. But Christ came so what? He could take our sins away and we could start building back a relationship with the Heavenly Father through him. Uh -huh. Hey, good Yeah. Can I go a step further on that uh on that commandment? Because the thing said it says, if you be angry with your bro angry at your brother without a cause. Yeah, come on. The other part of that is the scriptures also tells us how to deal if you have a cause to be angry with your brother. Come on. And I'm just gonna read it real quick, Matthew the eighteenth chapter. I'm going to start at verse 14. It says, Even so, it is not the will of your Father which is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. Mm. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. So the Lord doesn't just leave us hanging. It's like, oh, I can't be. Well, what if he do this? Or what if he do that? Or what if this, that, and the other happen? He told us how to deal with it. He said, right. listen. If, he, if your brother has trespassed against you, listen, go deal with your brother alone. Don't go and tell this person. Don't go and tell that person. Don't go and get 50 other people involved, and you never even spoke to the person that you got the beef with. Right. Deal with him alone. And mm -hmm. it says what? The most important part, because the reason why I read verse 14 is because the Lord was about redeeming us back to the Heavenly Father. And the only way that we can do that is by applying the commandments. And this right. is the example, because he said, if he shall hear thee, Thou hast gained thy brother. 
So if you have two people that are willing to keep the peace, then that issue, whatever it was, is going to be resolved and going to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. So you look at you look at uh, what Moses wrote and what Christ is saying. What they were dealing with was what a carnal murder, a physical murder. What Christ was dealing with was what is what spiritual. And didn't right. Christ say the true worshipers are going to worship the Father in spirit and in truth? And in truth. So let's 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 go to First John three fifteen on that. Just dealing with thou shall do no murder, because Christ was coming and explaining and showing us. Look, this is where all the things begin, so that we can fight them, defeat them, and overcome them. That we can overcome sin. That we can be free of sin, because we were full of sin. We were laden with iniquities, like it says in the book of Isaiah. That's why Christ said, come all ye that are heavy laden and labor, and I shall give you rest. Rest from what? Rest from our sins that's making our souls weary and weighing us down. So read that in 1 John 3.15. Yeah, I got it. I was, I was going to come pull it. And it says, First um, John chapter 3, verse 15. Well, you go ahead and explain it. Read it and explain it, John. It says, whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. And ye know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. So the scriptures, John, when he wrote this principle to the brothers and sisters, letting them know that in your heart, if you have that mindset of hate of your brothers, when it says brothers, brothers and sisters, people that's in the body of Christ, that you are a murderer in the sight of the Heavenly Father. When you go uh, with, with no cause to hate, um, your brother, you are in the eyes of the Heavenly Father and, and Christ a murderer. And he goes on and says, you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. You're not going to get into the kingdom of heaven when Christ, when the Heavenly Father commands Christ to come set this righteous kingdom from one end mm. of this earth to the next, you're not going to be able to abide in that. You're going to be put to death. You're not going to be worthy to be accepted into the kingdom of heaven with that hatred Spirit, which is a, a form of murder on you. Right. So they are in agreement with Christ. So for you to get eternal life, you can't you can't be a murderer. You can't have the spirit of a murderer. You can't have hatred in your heart for your brother. You can't have anger in your heart for your brother because that's the same as physically murdering somebody. Now the next one. It says, thou shalt not commit adultery. And Christ explained that. Let's get that in Matthew uh, 5 and 28. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 28. Starting at verse 27. Mm-hmm. You have heard that it was said by them of old time, thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you, that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her, hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. Wait a minute. What is this? What is this, thought crime? Yep. This is this is thought crime. Who was that? Who was that movie uh, that came out with? Um, what's his name? Where they were judging people before they did the crimes. They were putting them in jail. Like, yeah, we knew you was gonna murder this person, so we we got you. I we think saw I your thoughts. Something like that. Huh? I, I'm I'm thinking that was Minority Jewish Report. Like, there you go. Thank you, Pam. Minority, Minority Report. Report. Like, yeah, we saw your thoughts. Yeah, you was about to murder this person. This is what Christ, he's dealing with our minds because this will have to be cleansed. People going and getting dunked and baptized in water. It's your mind that needs to be cleansed. 
with the words of these scriptures. This is what. So Christ, was he teaching the commandments? Yes, he was teaching the commandments on a much higher level so that we could fight and overcome sin. And this is what people don't realize, and that's why they you have people in church having abortions. You have people in church committing adultery with other uh, uh, people that's in the church with the pastor. People in the church committing fornication, lying, bearing false witness, or the law is done away with. So what does that mean? There's leaven all in your church, and Satan is all up in your church. But Christ said, Christ said, if you will enter into life, keep the commandments. That is plain. So the commandments that Moses taught is the same commandments that Jesus taught, but on a much higher level, bringing us into the spiritual side. Because the law, all spiritual. It was us that was carnal, and Christ came to bring us back to that spiritual side that we can be closer to the Heavenly Father in Christ. Now, I want us to go to Luke. Go to the book of Luke, uh, the 10th chapter and the 25th verse. Luke chapter 10, I believe that's another account of Christ teaching the yeah. Ten Commandments. Yeah, Luke ten twenty five. All right, here we go. This is Luke chapter 10, <laughs> excuse me, starting at verse 25. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit life? Eternal life, excuse me. Eternal life. So he asked him, Master, what shall I do? To inherit eternal life. What is Christ? This is colon. Here's a guy asking a question about eternal life. You have everyone going out preaching, saying this or that, that this is how you get eternal life. This is the answer. Right here, as we're reading from the words of Christ. How do we receive this eternal life? Excuse me, read on. Verse 26. He said unto him, what is written in the law? How readest thou? Mm. Read that again. He said unto him, What is written in the law? How readest thou? What is written in the law? How are you reading it? Don't you know? <laughs> because if he had read it, if he had read and understood, he would have understood that Christ was the truth, that Christ was the way, that Christ was the life. Like like in the book of John, where he said, look, we have found him, the one who Moses wrote in the law, the Christ. He would have understood. He would have understood those prophecies, just like um, Daniel. Read on. Right. Christ Why is you? Israelite indeed, who, whom is no guile. Exactly. So, Why is you? They said a certain lawyer. So this dude already wasn't already was knowledgeable of the law. Mm. Look at it. A certain mm -hmm. lawyer stood up. So this dude was already knowledgeable of the law. He was already knowledgeable of the commandments. Yeah. At any rate, verse twenty-seven. He, he thought he was. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Obviously, he thought he was. Yeah, you're right. Verse twenty-seven. And he answering said, "Thou shalt love the love love." The Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy might and thy neighbor as thyself. So on those two, those two are what a summary of what? All of it. 
Right. Because if you love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, are you going to uh, serve other gods? Nope. Or are you going to uh, bow down? Are you going to make idols and bow down and worship them? Nope. Are you going to take the name of the Lord thy God in vain? Nope. Are you going to break the Sabbath day? Nope. So all that encompasses what? The love of the Father. Now, when you come to your neighbor, are you going to disrespect your father or your mother? Nope. Or are you going to murder your neighbor? Nope. Steal from your neighbor. <laughs> Cover anything that is of your neighbors. Be a false witness on your neighbor. No, sir. All that goes into love thy neighbor as thyself. So once again, Christ teaches Ten Commandments again. Hey, so go I, ahead. Yes, brother. Just wanted to throw in there on the questions. Are you gonna Are you gonna take the correction of your brother when he sees you err from the word and to get you back into the scriptures? Are you gonna take that correction to save yourself? Mm. You know, right? That's a big one. Yeah. 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 Read verse twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. And he said unto him, Thou hast answered right. This do, and thou shalt live. Hmm. He said, Thou hast answered right. So this was a response. This was a response of the, the lawyer. And he said, Thou hast answered right. This do, and thou shalt live. So if we keep the commandments, we're going to have life. And, um, yeah, I just want to mention to I know I see one uh one blue raven in there. He put Jeremiah ten and we're in full agreement that, that, that Christmas is, is definitely idol worship and we 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 strive very hard to put that message out there. You know, by living examples and by talking to people, you know, when it comes that time of year around our job that look, that's not to keep it the, the the commandments of the Lord. That's idolatry. And that if you are a Christian or you are a follower of Christ then you're not going to uphold those pagan um, holidays. So all praises for that. We 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 we've got another person that's on the on the same vein or in agreement. So all praises. But um, he said, yeah, do this and thou shalt live. So wow. let's go to we was reading um Matthew's nineteen. I want to go back to Matthew's nineteen. Where do we leave off in uh, Matthew's nineteen? Um, uh, in Matthew 19, we, we we started with the murder, and then uh, going from there, thou shalt not commit adultery. And then going from there, thou shalt not steal. So just re- read through that again. He said unto him, which? Jesus mm-hmm. said, thou shalt do no murder. Thou mm-hmm. shalt not commit adultery. Right. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Come on, read on. The young man saith unto him, All these things have I kept from my youth up. What lack I yet? Mm Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. So this was the point. Did Christ say the commandments was bad and that he shouldn't do them anymore? No, he did no. not say that. He said if you were going to be perfect, what did he have to do? Sell what he had and distribute it to the poor and follow Jesus Christ. So what was the point? Follow Jesus Christ. Right, forsake all and follow him. 
So exactly. the, that that goes right along with the scripture says the law was a schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. So yeah, he had done all those things from his youth up, and those things were good. Now come and follow me, and I'm gonna show you even a higher understanding. So he had to forsake himself and everything that he had, and then he would go into that perfection. So read on. Uh, verse twenty-two. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Right. He didn't want to give up his money to go and follow Christ. He didn't want to give up the things that he had to follow Christ. So read on. Verse 23. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. Go ahead. And again I say to, unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. That for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Right, because you have to humble yourself. And many people out there, you know, they have things that they think that they're rich or, you know, you know, I've got this, I'm living my life and, you know, nothing wrong with my life. But I remember when um, me and a brother Ash, when we first came to England, we started teaching the word here. You know, one of his friends who was uh, with us when we was teaching this word, he was like, yeah, man, you know, what you're saying is good, it's true, it's everything. He said, but you know what? He said, I will be with you guys, but I'm not empty. So that's that rich, that rich, people have things in this world, and they don't want to give up the things that they have to serve the Lord. They don't want to give up that wickedness, that evil, or these, their possessions of things that they have to serve the Lord. So read on. That's why it says it's going to be easier for a camel to go through an eye of a needle than a rich man. To go into the kingdom of heaven Read on okay. um, Verse 25 <clears throat> When his disciples heard it They were exceedingly amazed Saying who then can be saved Right they was like oh Damn well, who, who can be saved He's like this guy He kept the commandments from his youth He's like who, go, who can be saved then Read on But when Jesus beheld them And said unto them Excuse me but Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. He said with men these things are possible. So that's why you have so many doctrines out there, you know, where it says, look, you you can't do these commandments. You, you're only human, you know. It's, it's, it's human to, to flirt. It's human to commit adultery. You know, you got to spread your seed. That's what a man wants. That's what a woman wants. She's trying to catch a man's sperm. She's trying to catch another man's sperm and catch his DNA. That's the foolishness they have in the world. You're only human. It's impossible with men, but it's, it's possible with the Heavenly Father. I know drug dealers. They're not drug dealers anymore because they've read this Bible. Someone came to them and showed them the word of the Heavenly Father. I know people who's witches and into witchcraft and sorcery. They're not doing that anymore. Why? Because someone came to them and showed them, look, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. That's wrong according to the Heavenly Father. We're supposed to seek to the Heavenly Father, not to wizards that peep and mutter. I know adulterers who's not adulterers anymore. Why? Because it showed them the same commandment that Moses wrote, and Christ came and taught it on a higher understanding. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Look, Christ came and said, look, if you look on a woman... To lust after her in your heart. You've committed adultery already. I know people that used to be anger murderers. They're not murderers no more. Why? Because of these same words. These same words. 
So with men it's impossible, but with the Heavenly Father in Christ, it's not impossible. And I've seen it. I can testify. I live today and say, yes, the words of the Heavenly Father, they are true. So Satan promotes those lies that, look, God ain't going to forgive you for the wickedness and the evil you, that you did. The Lord seeing you back there whoring and being a whoremonger and sleeping with all those women. The Lord saw you back there when you were selling drugs. He ain't going to forgive you for that. Just go and live in it and enjoy the little life, the little time you got. That's the lies that Satan want to tell you. The Lord ain't going to ever forgive you. Well, Christ said he's going to forgive you for everything and cleanse you of all iniquity. For what? You're going to have to repent. Repent of those things. And repentance is not, oh, I say I'm sorry and I keep doing them forever. No. You stop it. So the things, this word is powerful. And it's so powerful that you have the whole world media and spreading their propaganda wheels to stop it. But it can't be stopped. It can't be stopped. So let's leave from there, brothers. And let's go to Mark 10 and 17. Yeah, I get that. Mark 10, 17. And it reads, Mark 10, 17. It reads, And when he was going forth in the way, into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? Same thing. What may I do that I may inherit? Inherit eternal life. Read on. 18. And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. So Christ thou didn't wilt. elevate himself. He elevated the Heavenly Father. And that's what we're supposed to do. Read on. We're not supposed to elevate ourselves. Like, oh, I'm something good. I'm something great. Or I'm teaching the word. Don't you see how good I'm teaching? Christ didn't do that. And he was the word. He was the word made in flesh. He didn't do that. So why do you have men that's supposed to be ministers of Christ elevating themselves as if they were Christ? Christ didn't elevate himself. So we're not supposed to elevate ourselves. We're supposed to elevate the word, and we're supposed to elevate and glorify God and glorify Christ. Read on. Okay, verse 19. Thou knowest the commandments, do not commit adultery. Do not kill, do not steal, do not bear false witness, defraud not. Honor thy father and mother. And he answered and said unto her, Master, all these have I observed from my youth. So he said, Christ told him the commandments. He said, Thou knowest the commandments? Do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not steal, do not bear false witness, defraud not, honor thy father and mother. And he answered and said unto Master, all these have I observed from my youth. Now, what was Jesus' reply? Read on. Then, Je- then Jesus beholding him, loved him, and said unto him, One so day what? thou lackest. Jesus looked on him and beheld him, and because he did the commandments, how did he feel about him? And loved him. And loved him. So why do you have so many, so many Christians go, that's legalism. You're teaching legalism. Oh, you're trying to bring us back under bondage. If Christ looked on this man who did not kill, who did not steal, who did not bear false witness, who did not commit adultery, and loved him, shouldn't we do the commandments? Yes, we should. Yes, we should. But we should do them in Christ. 
That's why I said one thing you lack. One thing you lack. And the thing that he lacked was a following of Christ. Because we're not to follow Moses, we're to follow Christ. And what Christ is teaching, how Christ broke down and taught the commandments to us. Zach, you wanted to say something, brother? Yes, sir. I want to, I want to, I want to uh, make a comment, if I could, because mm-hmm. you said something about that's legalism. You're trying to bring us back under the bondage. But how many times do you read in the scriptures in the New Testament where uh, the disciples refer to themselves as the prisoner of Jesus Christ? Mm. Yep. Yeah. That, uh, in other words, that's what you want. <laughs> you want to be in bondage unto Christ. Because Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Now, let's go to uh, Isaiah 42 and 21. Isaiah, what was that again? 42 and 21? Yep. Isaiah chapter 42, verse 21. It says, The Lord is well pleased for his righteousness' sake. He will magnify the law and make it honorable. Mm. Mm. Wow. Read that again. The Lord is well pleased for his righteousness' sake. He will magnify the law and make it honorable. Why does he have to make it honorable? Why does the Lord have to make the law honorable? Is the law honorable today? No, no the law is looked out as, as the law is looked at into the eyes of men as a cesspool. They don't yes. want nothing to do with this thing. They don't. The world don't want nothing to do with righteousness. Oh, let me speak of it. They condemn you, John. Let me stop you right there. You need to add something to the law. The law of God, because people have more respect for the law of the land than they have the law of God. So go ahead. Right. And that they, they just despise the word of the heavenly Father, the Almighty, with a passion. Mm. So the Lord says, the Lord is well pleased for his righteousness' sake. He will magnify the law and make it honorable. So read on. Right. But this is a people robbed and spoiled. They are all of them snared in holes. They are hid in prison houses. They are a prey and none delivereth for spoil, and none saith restore. So where do you see the bulk of our people? <laughs> they're in prison. Why are they in prison? Why are they trapped and snared in holes and, and ghettos and slums and trapped in all kinds of immoral sins? Why is that? And none are saying, none are saying restore because the, the restoration is in Christ. Right. The restoration in Christ, the healing is in Christ. For for a drug addict, for a homosexual, for a drug dealer, for a murderer, for a thief, the restoration, the restoring is in Christ, the, the in repentance and coming back and keeping the commandments through Christ. Not many people are saying that. Not many people are saying that. Go ahead. But this is a people robbed and spoiled. They are all of them snared in holes, and they are hid in prison houses. They are for a prey, and none delivereth for a spoil, and none saith restore. Come on. Who among you will give ear to this? Who will hearken and hear for the time to come? 
Yeah, who's going to listen? Who among you will give ear? Who among you will listen? Who will hearken and hear for the time is to come? Read on. And what I guess my brother too. Go ahead. Go ahead. And you know these verses are showing you that the children of Israel, okay, are the ones that's in these prisons. The children of Israel, that's the ones that's always got something going on. They're spoiled, and 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 it's nothing. Whatever they do cannot give them back the strength, give them back the righteousness that they need. It's a certain sect of people that's in this world, okay? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that portion right there alone, the scriptures are showing you that, look, his children need to come back. And it's that certain that certain sect that's always killing and robbing and in prison, those are the, mm-hmm. children, the Heavenly Father's children, the children of Israel. We don't, yep. we don't have to go through no uh, DNA and everything else. To, to find out who the Lord's children are, the Lord is showing his evidence. Who, who's in prison like like that's what they made for? The children of Israel yeah. throughout this whole world. Like it's, it's part of their their education of growing up, rites of passage. You got to go to prison. You you go from twelfth grade to what to, to the correctional facility. <laughs> you know that's foolishness. So read on. Okay. Who gave Jacob for a spoil and Israel to the robbers? Did not the Lord? No, he stop, against stop, 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 stop. Said who gave Jacob for a spoil of Israel to the robbers? So what is that talking about? That's talking about slavery. Because the Israelites, they were in slavery in many captivities. That's what the Bible says. But slavery, from, from the ancient Babylonian captivity, from the Egyptian captivity, up to the captivity where our people were, were in um, cargo channel slavery, going from 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 Africa to to Jamestown, Virginia, to the islands, to South America and Brazil, who gave who gave Jacob for the sport? Because you got a lot of people out there, they're just blaming the white. It's the white man. The white man. Is the right. white. No. Who gave Jacob for a spoil in Israel to the robbers? Did not the Lord? It, that's right. And why? It was. We, re- we refuse to do what the Most High said. Yeah, it said, it, it's telling you that. It says, he against whom we have sinned, for they walk not in his ways, neither were they obedient to his laws. The same laws that Christ is coming to teach, the same laws that Christ came and taught, he told the disciples to teach. Because you can't teach repentance until you tell people what they need to repent of. How are you going to say repent, 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 repent? You need to teach people what they need to repent of. And let's get that. Go to Romans 7 and 7. How are you going to tell someone, look, you need to repent? You don't tell them they commit adultery. You don't tell them that they're a thief. You don't tell them that they're a murderer. You don't tell them that they, they're uh, a man with a man is an abomination against the Heavenly Father, and the Lord hates that. No, we, we, God is inclusive of everybody. This isn't a doctrine of inclusion, because the, God, the Heavenly Father is excluding sin. So if, you, if you're doing sin, then you're a sinner, and you have to repent of sin. That's what was keeping us bond, bound down, that Christ said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Free from what? Free from being a, a freak and a fornicator, a whoremonger, a liar, an adulterer, a thief, and a murderer. Because Satan, people, Satan got people trapped and thinking that there is no exit strategy for them. There's no way out of sin. But Christ is the way out. And that's who we come to proclaim. We we come to proclaim the word of the Lord and the words of Christ. So read that, brothers. Romans seven and seven. All right. 
shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. Is the Nay. law sin? Is the law sin? Nope. Legalism. Oh. Legalism. You teach it legalism. 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 You teach it. This is what sounds like a rap song. Legalism. Tatatina legalism. As soon as people say that, I know. Boy, you got some sins on you. You got some sins on you. One of those sins be anger. Because soon as you say the law of the Bible, the law of Christ, people start going crazy like you got an anger demon on you. Because you have no patience, you have no long-suffering, you have no peace. People come up and be saying all kinds of madness on the show, and we're still patient, just like Christ. People were trying to kill Christ. He was just calmly, patiently, and just walked away. We could have called down Michael, Uriel, Raphael, the whole host of heaven, and destroyed them. He didn't do it. So read on. Read, read that verse again. Okay. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. Mm. Nay, I had not known sin but by the law. Mm. I had not known lust except the law had said, thou shalt not covet. And thou shalt not covet is what? That's a law. That's a commandment. That's a commandment. Right. So the, the, the commandments and the laws are interchangeable. So when people say the law, the law, yeah, I keep the commandments, but I don't keep the law. You're a fool. Because the commandments and the laws are one and the same. The commandments and the laws are, we just read it, didn't we? Right. We just read it. Thou shalt not covet. I had not known sin unless I knew the law. So you have to teach the commandments. That's what Christ was doing. That's what we're doing. So read, read um, verse 14 in that same Romans and 7. Okay. Verse 14. For we know that the law is spiritual. But I am carnal, sold under sin. The law is spiritual. So when Christ said, when Christ was saying about the true worshipers are going to worship the Father in spirit and in truth. How do we worship the Father in spirit and truth? We're going to have to keep his laws and his commandments, which he said he's going to magnify and make it honorable. It's honorable not to have any other gods before you. It's honorable to, to, to honor your father and your mother. It's an honor to keep the Sabbath day holy, to rest and be refreshed on the day that the Lord rested and he was refreshed. Those things are honorable. Now let's get it. Let's go to Hebrews the eighth chapter and the eighth verse. People don't know this Bible. People are hurting in pain. They're in pain in their relationships. They're in pain in their lives, and they don't know one way to get out of it. When Christ said, "I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life," but they won't follow Him. They'll follow someone like Creflo Dollar, who's saying, "Give me your money," and if you don't give me your money, man, I would like to line you up with some Uzis and shoot you. But I can't do it. But if, it, if I wasn't in Christ, I'd sure like to try it. That's, that's the men that these people want to follow. And they don't want to follow the Lord, the true Lord. Hebrews 8 and 8. For finding fault with them. Start from verse 7. Bro. Start from verse 7. Okay. Hebrews 8, verse 7. For if that first covenant been faultless, then should no place have, have been sought for the second one. So, so you get you got a lot of this is something we used to say. Oh, you got a lot of pork chop eating preachers, pork chop eating Christians saying, "Oh, the old that 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 Old Testament is done away with." 
That old law is done away with. Okay. So we know when it says testament, it's talking about the covenant. So the old covenant is done away with. Let's keep reading and let's find out about the new covenant, the new testament in Christ. Go ahead. Hebrews 8 and 8. For finding fault with them, he saith, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. That's not everybody. That's the people of the Lord. And Christ said, My sheep hear my voice. So the ones that hear this word and do it, those are the people of the Lord. Those are the people of the Lord. Read on. Verse 9. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to leave them out of the land of Egypt, mm. because they because they continued not in my covenant, and mm. I regarded them not, saith the Lord. Read on. Okay. For this, uh, let's see. Okay, verse 10. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws into them, into their mind, and write them in their hearts. And I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. What, what is he going to write in our hearts and our minds? The law. Oh. I will make. Yep. He said he's going to write it. I will put my laws into their minds and write them in their hearts. And that's what Christ was showing us and teaching us. Man, you got to remove that sin and, and, and iniquity from your minds, and this is what you have to put in there. You have to take on and put on the mind of Christ who walked perfectly on this earth. So can we do it? Yeah, we yeah. can do it. Yes. If we live, if we walk, if we talk as Christ and live according to the example that he gave, we can keep these commandments. But you have people saying, oh, it's impossible. You can't do that. You know, no, no one could do it. No one could do it. No, Christ did it. Don't tell me no. Well, he was, he was, he was special. He, he was a, he was an angel. No, he wasn't. His daddy was an angel. No, he wasn't. Christ said he was made like, just like unto us. Made just like us. He walked in the flesh just like us. So it is possible. He had to overcome sin. He had to overcome temptation just like us. So we can do we can do these commandments. Well, our people need to stop listening to these lies that Satan is promoting through people. So the commandments are relevant. They were relevant. They're all relevant now, and they're going to be relevant in the kingdom to come. Because that's going to be the people that's being in the kingdom. Those are the ones that's keeping it. That's going to be the 144,000. That's going to be the great company of people that the Lord is speaking about in Revelation, the seventh chapter. That's going to inherit the kingdom and blessings, and kings are going to be their nursing fathers, and queens their nursing mothers, and lick up the dust of their feet, bow down before them, and lick up the. That's the people. That's the people that is talking about. Now I want to go to uh, James, the second chapter, and the eighth verse, because a lot of people they they agree. They'll agree and say, you know what, yeah, we got to keep the commandments. But then what do they do? They pick and choose. Right. They'll they'll pick and choose what commandments. Well, you know, the Sabbath day is every day. But where does it say that in the scriptures? Well, you can worship any day you want to. Well, what day did the Lord say is a holy convocation where he called for an assembly? Now, when, in, in, when 
when okay. Moses was around and there was a call, call for an assembly, when the trumpets blew, when the trumpets blew for the people assembled, and you didn't show up, what happened? What happened? When the Lord said, look, all the people shall assemble and come this day and hear the words, what happened is, what was the consequences that if, if they didn't come? You got to pass? You got to pass? Nah, you'd be put to death for not um, adhering yeah. to the word of the Lord. Now, in Christ, it, the, the, Paul said that we're not supposed to forsake the assembly of ourselves together. So read that in James too. People, people are not reading the scriptures. They believe in liars rather than believe in the words of the Lord. Read James, James two, verse okay, eight. James chapter, okay, James chapter two and verse eight. If ye fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Ye do well. So now, is James a disciple of Christ? Yes. So, what, is he going against the Lord? <laughs> well, Christ done away with the law. So is he going against the Lord now? No, no, he's not. No, he's Christ taught. Go ahead. No, he's giving more understanding. He's giving, telling you that this right here, this is how you how you fulfill what the Heavenly Father was saying for us to do, you know? Right. right. So he's going to write along with what Christ was teaching. Because Christ right. was teaching, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Christ taught that. So he's teaching the same thing that Christ said. If you fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, it's written. It's not, you know, I had a revelation from the Lord. You don't have to keep that. You don't have to do the Bible anymore. That's foolishness. And the prophets and the disciples and Paul was warning against people like that. Come, in another, come with another gospel, teaching another Jesus. So read on. It says what? That you do well if you do that. So read on. Verse 9, but if you have respect to persons, ye commit sin, and are convinced of the, and convinced of the law as transgressors. And a lot of people, they have that respect of persons. They have respect of persons. For example, you can have someone in the congregation, they commit adultery and...